Hey, you know what time it is. Showtime Balling, the podcast, balling at all levels. Let's get it. In this episode, we speak to up-and-coming sales NBL baller from the Southland Sharks. It's Hiram Harris. Hiram speaks about where his basketball has taken him from the beginning through high school with his coach, Jeff Green, who is well-known throughout the New Zealand basketball community. Hiram also speaks about his NBL timeline and those who have influenced him into the baller he is today. Without further ado, let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Showtime Balling, the podcast, balling at all levels on this episode. Very proud to bring to you. He's uh, deep in the um, deep in the South Island at the moment, Southland Sharks' very own, Hiram Harris. Kia brother, how are you? Kia my bro, not too bad, not too bad, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Like I said again, Hawksville Weaver's treating me well. How's how's the down south? Uh, at the moment, it's a bit rainy and a bit cloudy, so just stuck. Under some blankets, nice and warm. <laughs> so, I'm missing that uh, bay weather just a little bit. Oh, that's all good, bro. You got to do what you got to do, man. And they're doing a great job down in the south. Thank you. Thank awesome, you. brother. Hey, let's it. get into it. Let's crack into it. Where are you from? Represent. Yep. Uh, so, born born in Auckland, <laughs> raised in Hamilton, but uh, my area's Nafui and Natikananu, so. Yeah, pretty much all over the North Island, really, eh? <laughs> hey, that's some good lineage, yeah, going from um, to Kaininu as well. Where did your Kaininu um, roots come from? Uh, so my uh, my great-grandma on my net, on my mum's side, my great-grandmother, uh, she's not to Kaininu, she's from Nuhaka, and my great-grandfather is from uh, Wairau, I think, yeah. And so just from there, I guess, yep. that's where all that stuff comes from. Massive, bro. New Huck is, um, that's the big smoke, man. That's my phenomenon, too. That's my stomping grounds. Oh, cheer my cousin. my brother. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, then. So, next question I'll roll on to. Um, did you have any sporting role models? Or actually, before that, where did your um, storyline for basketball start? So, uh, I was born in Auckland, and then uh, I lived in Auckland until I was about eight. And my first ever sport was soccer. And so I, I only ever played soccer until I moved to Hamilton. And then when I moved to Hamilton, my first sport was actually rugby league. And then uh, maybe like a couple of weeks in, one of my cousins hit me up and he was like, um, come try play basketball. Um, my mum's the coach. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a try. <laughs> and then I went there and uh, I was a bit nervous to get on the court. Eh? And then eventually I jumped on. And then from there, I just haven't stopped playing. And, yeah, so. Yeah, so the feeling from playing all these multiple sports, why did you come to the agreement and say, man, I'm loving basketball? I I just felt like I enjoyed basketball more than all the other sports. I mean, I enjoy all sports, but basketball I just enjoyed the most. And I just, yeah, no. I just found it, mm, yeah, I I just enjoyed it more than rugby league and soccer, so I just decided to stick it out. Well, hey, look, um, from a basketball community, bro, we thank you for staying along because you're a good player to watch, man. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) There we go. Um, Once again, going back to that question we said, um, did you have any sporting role models growing up? Yeah, so like I said, uh, soccer was my first sport, but I never really followed soccer. But rugby league, I had heaps of role models like uh, Stacey Jones, 
Ali Laotiti, Francis Melli, Henry Farfili, all those kind of guys. And then I didn't really start getting into basketball until like uh, maybe like when Dwayne Wade made his first cha- when Dwayne Wade won his first championship. Yeah, that's when I started getting into basketball, and then started to find uh, watch LeBron, Kobe, all those guys, and then now yeah, I'm just LeBron. Wherever he's going, I'm going. And I'm a Lake fan. Oh, there we go. Lakers fan, they made a big move yeah. today. Yeah, no, nah, I I saw that. I woke up to that and I was like, damn, that's crazy. And they still <laughs> and they still have a, uh, I think they might have a max contract too to give away. Yeah, they still have one open. So it's open to someone who wants to grab it. Yeah, bro. Uh, someone someone's definitely grabbing it for sure. Ah, yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Okay, so let's um let's slip into high school when you played ball. What high school did you go to? I went to a school uh, in Hamilton called Fraser High School. It's pretty at the at the time it was pretty well known for basketball. Um, but yeah, I went to Fraser in Hamilton. It was a pretty good school. Yeah, so um, went to nationals. Well, well, and who was the coach there? I'm pretty sure I know who the coach was. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> if you don't know him, his name's Jeff Green. He was my coach. Yeah. He was my coach all high school and even for a little bit after high school. Um, yeah, we we made nationals every year. Um, some years we did pretty good. Some years we didn't do too good. I remember my last year we made the semis and uh, got knocked out by Westlake on a buzzer beater, which was like yeah. so bad. But I mean, you know, that's just basketball. That shit, that that stuff just happens. Yeah, for sure. that's, it is it's but, basketball. You know that that does happen. Um, buzzer beaters, and that sometimes you want to be on the right side of that, but sometimes you're on the wrong side of that. Yeah. But, it, it just, like I said, it's just basketball stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to. Yeah, sweet. Um, So, yeah, for basketball purists around New Zealand, they know Jeff Green was and how he is and he coached or how he, how he is. But from a player's perspective, how was he? So, I guess with uh, Jeff Green, like, he he kind of had a, a, a motive to why why he was the way he was. He he told us that the reason why I'm so aggressive was on you guys is that when pressure comes, you guys won't be worried about the crowd and all the noise outside. You guys would just be worried about me. And I kind of took that and was like, okay, that kind of makes sense to me. And ever since then, I've just, I've just like felt that kind of way about all the coaches, like just really locking what my coach has to say and don't worry about all the other stuff. Like, Whatever's happening on the sidelines, happening, just leave it and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I learned I learned quite a bit off Jeff, uh, growing up with him and him as my high school coach and even my first professional coach. So, yeah, I that I that dude a lot. Yeah, so there was a lot of um, you know, a effort to the madness when you when you look at Jeff Green, such a passionate, polarizing um, individual, but he does he means so well, right? Yeah, like. What what people don't know is like the stuff that Jeff did for us outside of us, which just goes unseen. And I felt like he was just a bit like judged wrongly, if that if that makes sense. Like they didn't know what he was doing off the court, especially as like young high school dudes. Like I mean, we were traveling to Rotorua from Hamilton every Monday. We'd go Tauranga every Tuesday. Some some sad days we'd go to Auckland, and like us kids, we 
we really didn't have to worry about paying for gas. We had maybe like a $100 fee for the year and that would cover all our games and stuff. So the stuff Jeff Greenford did for us off the court was just, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's great. There's um, a lot of people that do speak highly of um, of Jeff Green, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Good All right then, so where has basketball taken you? So basketball's actually taken me quite a few places. Um, My first overseas trip was actually, I went to play high school basketball in Hawaii at a school called Marinol. That was pretty cool. That was an awesome experience. I lived in Hawaii for about six months, I want to say, playing basketball over there. That was my first ever overseas experience with basketball. Um, and then after that, I think I went back to Hawaii for a New Zealand Maldives trip. And then again, back to Hawaii and I went to another school called Kahuku High School. Um, and then back to New Zealand and then from New Zealand, I went to, uh, I went to a junior college in Oregon called Umqua Community College. I was I was living there for about six months, just playing basketball over there. Um, then I came home, went to uh, went on a New Zealand Maldives trip to Canada. That was awesome. Um, and then I think I went to Australia with the New Zealand Maldives, and I've also been to China with the New Zealand Select team last wow. year. Wow! So, how old are you at the moment? I'm I'm 23 years old, freshly just turned 23. Wow. Um, yeah, still a young, young buck. buck. 23. You've seen all of these different places, man. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my what I want from basketball is obviously to play well, but also to like travel the world through basketball. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like just a world, different countries, different cultures, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and that's and that is. That's the key. Well, basketball is a vehicle to take you anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, and I've met so much people like that have the same goals, and it's just, it's just, and so much people that have done that sort of stuff. And I'm just like, well, wow, basketball can take you so much places. Like even even in high school, I didn't even think like, oh, you know, maybe I'll just play in the New Zealand league and maybe go to the NBL. But I know people that have played in like leagues in Dubai and. Uh, Europe and Australia and even like uh, the Middle Eastern countries yeah. and it's just like basketball is everywhere. Yeah, right? and it can take you so many different places as you were saying that there's not just the, you know, the sales NBL, there's not just the AMBL there's so many different organisations and you can get there, right? Yeah, and I think um, now especially in New Zealand, basketball is growing so much that uh, other other leagues all over the world are starting to have to look into New Zealand as a as a growing basketball country, like as an elite growing basketball country. Yeah, well that's um that's true because we opened up like as you said, like there's Steve Adams who's overseas. We also exciting news of the new yeah. guy that's coming to the breakers, RJ Hampton. So and he's projected yeah. um top draft pick very soon. So like we are getting that exposure which is so cool. Yeah, and I think it's awesome for especially our younger kids coming up through high school and even just for kids wanting to to play basketball in New Zealand. I mean, 
when I was growing up, everyone was wanting to play rugby or rugby league. But now I, uh, now even with like basketball, I've had to go into schools and heaps of kids just want to play basketball and they want to sign up to play in the local competition and all that. And I think it it's just amazing. amazing. All right, brother, your NBL or sales NBL's timeline. Can you break that down? Okay, so free, uh, my last year of high school was my first year and I just and I was kind of like a development player for the Rangers, and then I've spent three years from 2015, 2000, and yeah, three years. So 2015 to 2017, I was with the Rangers, and then last year was my first year to go professional and get paid to play. So that was my first year, and I was playing for the Hawks Bay Hawks, and then uh, this year. I signed with the Southland Sharks, and I've only played for three teams in the NZ. Oh, cool, bro. So, um, so what was the um, what was the attraction shifted from Hawks Bay to Southland? What was the mindset behind that? I just uh, like I I enjoyed my time so much in Napier. I just wanted to grow and learn more, and I um, I just wanted to experience new things as well. So I thought, you know, giving Southland a try would be good for me just to experience what it's like um, in a in a different kind of scenery down here. I mean, like down here, Southland really doesn't have any other big attractions apart from the stags, the steel and the sharks. So I think coming down here has been, it's been an awesome move for me. I've learned so much and um, yeah, I'm just happy with where I'm at at the moment, but always wanting to get better. Always That's good, bro. Better. So you're down there at Southland Sharks, head coach is a former Hawks Bay Hawk as well, Judd Flavel. How do you find um, yeah. um, learning off Juddy? Oh, he, he's an awesome coach, Juddy. I mean, like I said, I've learned so much already off him and, it, um, and I, we, we've only been, uh, this team's only been together for like, two three months now um but yeah I, like i i can already see the improvements in my game from just when i first arrived here to now um but yeah Juddy's an awesome coach no he knows a lot he's i mean he was a tall black so he knows what it's like to be a player um and obviously he knows what it's like to win a championship because they won it last year so no, yeah, he's, awesome he's definitely coach. got a wealth of knowledge. Not only being a tall black, and obviously, of course, in the NBL, he's a part of the Breakers development too. So he's yeah, there's you can't speak too much highly of um yeah. even more of um Judd Flavel. Yeah, no, Judd is a good guy. Good, good guy. <laughs> what about the team? What about your your guy squad? Um, what else can you talk about those guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're all, we're all pretty uh close with e- with each other, like uh. We all have good bands and all that sort of stuff. Um, I've learned heaps of, especially like our main guy, our starters, like Weeksy, Toddy and Chief. Like those are our three leaders and I've learned heaps of them already. Um, and me, Dom and Tom, we kind of like the younger guys and we're starting, we're kind of like picking up heaps of information and learning heaps of those three guys. And I think... Um, that just by learning off those guys, that's how my game's improved so much. Awesome. Hey, um, the current team with Southland Sharks is a bit of a bit of a log jam to try and get into that final four. So 
yeah, man. So what's the what's the the work behind the scenes to try and get into that? Uh, uh, I think with our team, we've worked, especially over the last two, three weeks, we've worked a lot on our defense and our uh, our ability to play a man defense or a zone defense. I think that was a big focus for us. And I think over these last three games, we've really showed that we we can be a really good defensive team. Uh, defensive team. And uh, just playing basketball really like, just it just comes down to like the will to win and just being aggressive and all that sort of stuff. And I think these, uh, yeah, like I said, over these last games, I think we've showed that we we're ready and we deserve to be in final four. Yeah, because it's going to be in Christchurch in the final four this year. Uh, like I said, there you are the defending champions, and there are so many good teams this year. Um, and it's and like I said, it's hard to separate with the Saints at the top. Hawks taking second, yeah. and then third and fourth yeah. is anyone up to Canterbury Rams, you guys, um, and even um, the guys over Australia, and it's going to be massive. Yeah, I think, and it's got a lot to do with the, the growth of basketball in New Zealand. I mean, it just shows like we've got teams over in Australia wanting to join our league, so I think it's a good thing for us. It shows like the the strength and the quality of New Zealand basketball. If you've got international guys wanting to come play here, you know, it just shows that the only way we can go is up from here. Okay, then, so flipping on to that, advice you'll give to up-and-coming ballers, what would it be? Uh, it's going to sound like the same old, but it's the truth. I mean, just work hard, see yourself goals and achieve them. I mean, no one no one got, got to where they're at from not working. Um, yeah, just work hard and surround yourself with people who also want want you to succeed and want want similar goals to yours. I mean, it it helps when you've got a mate that wants to go shoot the ball or go go lift some weights or you know go play some one on one basketball. You know, just surround yourself with people who want to be better. That's a good accordion, bro. You are completely correct. If you got like those those mates who will, you know who will push you in the right direction, that you know wants you to get better, or you want you know you know have the same same sort of mindset, man, it can take you anywhere. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you just got to surround yourself with people who yeah who have the same goals as you, um, and just you know work hard. It's it's pretty simple, but yeah. so growing up. Uh, like you're talking about that advice, was there a specific person that you used to, you know, acknowledge that did that for you? Yeah, I. Uh, he was my. He's my mum's brother, my uncle Kesler. He. Uh, he kind of drilled all that sort of stuff into me, like uh, working hard on and off the court. I mean, especially when I was younger, like I used to just eat anything, and like he used to just get on my case, like you can't be doing that, like. You need to watch what you eat. You need to be training at least twice a day, once a day. Um, but yeah, I definitely owe a lot to him, my uncle Keslo. He's a good guy. Well, he obviously knows what he's talking about. He's pretty much put you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and um yeah, and so I used to live with him for a little bit too, and he uh he he played professionally with the Nelson Giants. Um and he, I think he was a junior tall black or I'm not sure. 
But um, yeah, he knows his stuff about basketball. Awesome. That's great, Cordial, for people that want to aspire to be elites. Uh, yeah, surround yourself with good people and uh, good things will happen to you. Yeah, for sure. That's, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you kind of want people around you that uh, want to train instead of people that want to like go out to parties and do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's if you got their mindset, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so man, this has been massive cordial, brother. Thank you very much for your time. But hey, but before, before you leave, we always end the always yeah. end the episode off with um some questions, um quick rapid fire questions that you need to answer at the top of your head. Uh, yeah, All so right. you ready to go? Yeah, bro. I'm Let's ready. go. Okay, name a song on your Spotify list that people will be surprised you listen to. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Ooh. That's a good jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best piece of advice anyone's ever given to you? Uh, watch what you eat. Oh, they going back to, as a shout out to your uncle Caslow, was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah <shut> <laughs> okay. Best teammate you've ever had and why? Oh, heck. Uh... Ah, what? That's hard. <laughs> Just name one. Yep. Oh. I might have to go with one of um, Oh, you know what? My cousin who introduced me to basketball, his name's Dower Hugh. He's the one that got me into this. So, yeah, thanks to my cousin Dower. There we go. All right, then. Best gift anyone has ever given you? Um, My uh, LeBron 8. Oh no, my LeBron tens, my LeBron tens. Oh, they were just. Yeah. A, Who hooked yeah. those up for you? Uh my auntie Dean and my uncle Jason. So yeah, shout out to my. <laughs> All right then. The first thing that comes to your mind when you wake up in the morning. Uh, what's for breakfast? <laughs> Watch what you eat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and if you could take a superpower, what would it be? Uh, my superpower would be to be able to read minds. Jeez, that's a good one. Yeah. It's tidy, bro. Yeah. So, what are you going to be reading the mind of the coach? Like, if he's going to put you on or not? Yeah, and yeah, I can go a lot of places if I know what people are thinking. There so. we go. <laughs> All right, Hiram, thank you very much for your time. This has been a massive um, cordial. I know a lot of people are going to get uh, get a lot out of it. But is there any final words before we part out of here? Uh, like I said, just work hard and uh, thanks to everyone who helped me get here. There we go, awesome, bro. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, brother. Take care. <laughs> there it is, blowing a full time whistle on this episode. Thank you so much for taking a time out to join us. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could follow us on Instagram and Facebook, you could sound off and show your passion and love for the game with us, Showtime Balling NZ. Thank you so much and catch you next time. Peace.